Welcome to There's Always a First, a podcast about first-generation Americans who are using their voices and talents to push the boundaries of culture. I'm Alina Rabrasad. On this week's episode, I speak to Movina C. Prasad and Lavendra Prasad, who are both Guyanese-American Hindus like me. Together, they founded Swastivatika. Swastivatika is a social organization, primarily on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, where Movina and Lavendra share their thoughts on Hinduism, wellness, and spirituality. They talk to me about their spiritual beliefs and their journey with this organization. They share their perspective as two young, modern people trying to share tradition and knowledge with the rest of their community. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having us. Of course. What is Swastivatika? Swastivatika was really just inspired by wanting to share our culture with the community. So we wanted to try to take whatever knowledge we had and put it out there, whether it be through like artwork, poems or writing, or even like scriptures. We wanted people to get connected with it and maybe even in a modern way that like hasn't been seen before. So that was kind of how it started and what we continue to do now. How did you guys come up with the name? What does it mean? So Swastivatika means Garden of Wellness. And we actually had a lot of other names. But we wanted to really focus on like mental wellness. Like that was our main goal. Like how can we live our lives right now and connect that experience to our religion or our culture? And because of that, I kept having like wellness in my head. And then so thinking of that, I was like Swasti. And then um, the Vatika means like a garden. So Swasti Vatika is the garden of wellness. And I think it's a really appropriate name as well, because I always say whenever I'm reading, like God is, um, we're in his garden. Like, he's the garden, and we're, like, the flowers that bloom inside it. I think that's really beautiful. So, for people who have no idea what this, you know, what Swastivatika is or what do you guys do, um, what would you say is the types of content that you guys put out? Yeah, so, actually, we try to look for um, information on many different stuff that we might not even know, because... When um, I started posting on Instagram, I was posting stuff that I already knew. And many, like, who is Ganesh, who is Saraswati, who is Lakshmi, who are all these gods and what they represent and the symbolism from that. And I started adding stuff that I didn't know because I also wanted to learn. So I would go on Google. I would look um the different scriptures that we have and look up information that I found would benefit people as well, spiritually. And we also included trivia questions. A lot of people may not have the time to want to go into the scriptures, but they still want to learn. And I feel like doing trivia or these short posts, people can go about their day still scrolling on Instagram and take a piece of knowledge with them on the way. So we go a lot based on... um, what we know and then we kind of branched out over time and we're also learning in the process so like that's the 
beauty of it for us is that we're still continuing to look into more text and learn as we're going with it too. Have you guys both grown up religiously? Um, and how was religion taught to you? Yeah, I know, like, Lavendra's a pundit. Obviously. Lavendra's <laughs> a pundit, which is a Hindu priest. Um, so, Lavendra, why don't we start with you? How was religion taught to you? So, my dad and his forefathers were pundits, and my mom was um, spiritual as well. We moved to U.S., and I was five. My sister was eight years old. And my dad would start taking me and her to pujas. And sometimes we'd go to three, four pujas on a Saturday. And we would have mandir the next day. Just for people who are not Hindu that are listening, what is mandir? What is puja? What is hawan? Okay, so mandir is a temple or a church for the Christians. It's where you go um, to worship. Puja is the process of worshiping, which is idols of our gods. We don't worship the, the idols, but we worship the energy that's inside the Murtis. And then Havan is like oblations to a fire. So we're offering um, ghee and samagri, which is like a mix of different ingredients into the fire. Listening to my dad perform puja or Havan, I think it was five or six years ago, my dad had cancer. And that was the moment I had to take over the mandir and perform hawan. So it was a stepping stone for me as a pandit to reach out there to the community. And that's when I pushed myself. And now I perform hawan every Sunday when my dad's not there. And I think it was a big motivator as well. That's really nice. Um, so Mulveen, I'm gonna ask you the same question. Have you grown up religious and how was Hinduism taught to you? So I definitely had a very different experience than Lavendra did. Um, I actually lived next door to Amunder. So like when that was built and I started going there, that's when things changed for me. Like the pundit of that temple came to my house and was like, you guys should come over, like to me and my brother. And once we started going, we got really into it and like, like things, I learned how one, I learned how to do puja. And from there, like about like nine, nine or 10, I started learning instruments, started learning how to sing. And because of that experience, like that's how I was able to expand my knowledge and want to learn that I'm able to be leader in a way like on Swastivatika and share information now. So there's definitely a lot of people that, you know, Swastivatika reaches that are at different understandings of Hinduism. Like some people know a lot. Some people know, you know, how to do all the pujas and everything, like you said, and some people like barely know anything. Some people aren't, aren't Hindu at all whether or not there is a difference between religion and spirituality, how are they different? How are they the same? I think it's the same because Hinduism is called a religion, but it's more of a path. Like it's a way of life and spirituality is essentially a way of life too. 
And that's the same thing as being spiritual. You want to do good things, have a higher mindset in a way, like think good thoughts, like put yourself in the frequency that you want to see around you. And that's essentially what Sanatana Dharma or Hinduism is. I see religion and spirituality as actually a spectrum. Spirituality can be found within an individual. Um, so it's beyond a label of a religion because the teaching of Hinduism and maybe Islam or Christianity, it's all different. So even though we might have many gods and they each have different symbolism in Christianity, they don't. So whatever religion you choose, spirituality is bringing a sense of peace, purpose, and well-being to one's own soul. So it's finding and understanding yourself. And religion to me is uniting a group of people who have the same values and principle and worshiping a higher power of, or philosophy. And on the spectrum, as a pundit you, or a priest, you kind of want to be in the middle of spirituality and religion. But there's also some people um, who are just religious, but they don't have spirituality in them and vice versa. You could be, you could have spirituality, but you might not be religious, but that's fine. And it's up to an individual. Okay, we're all from the same background. We're all Guyanese. We all have grown up Hindu, grown up in like Hindu communities. Mm -hmm. But even so, within our generation, like young 20s, early 20s, regardless of their religion, people are not as open about expressing their religion in the same way that our parents were in their generations and our grandparents. Now this may be again, something like, because we're now in America and where everybody's a different religion. So it's a different experience. Um, do you feel that the majority of young people are kind of shying away from that? I think it's a little bit of both. Like I see people who are very openly expressive about their religion or like being Hindu but there's also people who shy away from it. And I get it because like growing up, I was definitely made fun of for being Hindu. Like you're worshiping so many gods. Why are you praying to a stone? You know, I got a lot of that growing up. And if people don't understand something, they tend to make fun of it. And that causes people to hide it and want to stay away from it because like, this is causing me pain. Like people are making fun of me. And it also depends on like the environment you're in. Lavindra grew up in a household where everyone is doing this, you know, so he had that support. But other people who may not be like in a family like that or may not attend temple regularly would not have that support. And that's why it would be easier for them to branch off if they weren't interested anymore. I'm actually interested in posting more about like art. There's different types of dharma, our duty like what we need to act on every day. There's different things like based on like who you are or like what job you hold. Like if you're a son or a mother, like there's different duties associated with that. And now I'm learning about all these things 
because people think sometimes, and I had this thinking as well, that like the way to be like fulfilled is take sannyas, you know, like give up all worldly attachments. You have to like become a monk. Like I'm thinking like that's the only way that you're going to reach God. And, and now I know the way to reach God is to do your duty, be the best daughter that I can be the best teacher that I can um, do the most I can for the community all of these different things by fulfilling them I am doing well I'm doing my dharma learning that has influenced like the type of content I want to share too and I think other people when they learn that too like they can live their daily lives and still be connected to that spirit within themselves or like God not one person is knowledgeable there's always something that one person might not know so we even had some mistakes we even had people commenting oh this is actually the correct way of something or um you said something wrong you might need to change this this is the proper way of doing something yeah we may even like have offended some people accidentally and had to like even change our own mindset at that point like hey just because this isn't my way doesn't mean it's wrong. And that was the, the original idea is like, we're trying to unite people in this like feeling of wellness, like happiness. And it's something enjoyable too. You like, you learn in the process of sharing knowledge. That's how it should be. Yeah, I think it's hard for a lot of youths to want to learn or like take the chance to learn. And I feel like putting it on social media and a format that I understand like trivia or like a slideshow of things or just a quick video on a prayer and like reflecting on the prayer what does it mean all of those things kind of bring it to them and they're like wow I wouldn't have come in contact with it you know if I didn't follow you on Instagram we might be reciting a prayer and we recited a hundred or ten thousand times throughout our lifetime and we probably don't even know what the mantra even means so whether you're young or old, we might be saying the mantra even wrong and we might not know it. So it's not even, not only teaching the youths, but we also teach the elders as well. Or for people who already know it, it's just like making you think about it, remember it. And that's like yeah. the important part. A lot of the things we learn, we forget. And even writing the posts ourselves, like, it remi reminds me like, hey, I saw this a long time ago somewhere else. Let me go back to that text. Let me go back and like search it up and see where I remember it from. It takes a lot of like pausing, I think sometimes. I'm like looking at what we're doing. Do we like the content we're posting right now or are we just posting the same we posted, you know? So both of us are 22. <laughs> like we're not, we're not like masters on anything of the subject but we're making the effort to try and get the authentic information yeah i think now we're focusing more on quality than quantity mm -hmm. so even if it takes two three days for one post we but we make sure that that post is beneficial for someone even if it's the simplest thing for what is the symbolism of Ganesh and his body parts. 
we're taking our time now because we want to make sure we're giving the right information. Not a lot of young people are doing this, but not a lot of couples, <laughs> you, you know, do things like this. Um, so how, what has that experience been like for you? Swasti Vatika started because of us being a couple. We both had this mutual interest. We both wanted to learn and we both wanted to share. Him as a pundit and me as a teacher. We both wanted to put information out there. And at first it was just supposed to be like, this is for mental wellness, not just for Hindus, not just for youths. Not like It was just to put out information to help live life. And being a couple kind of aided us in that process because we were able to lean on each other for support like hey can you do the trivia question right now like I'm doing 300 other things I need your help <laughs> made it easier it's also harder because sometimes we're like we just want to be a couple you know we don't want to be talking about like what we're going to post tomorrow what the YouTube video going to be so it's a challenge but it's been like a great journey to do that together regardless of somebody's background what the relationship is to whatever religion they practice if they practice a religion or you know whatever they however they experience spirituality why is it so important for people to incorporate spirituality into their lives there's so much that we go through day to day there's trauma we probably don't even know we have and being able to connect with yourself and experience yourself on so many different levels like you can find things like to be more stable in a way yeah i agree like before you could help someone else or provide strength for someone else you have to have that on the inside and like we're so busy with our lives and we find it so hard some of us to have time for ourselves and there's there's some times when I'm like, hey, Molina, what are you doing? Can I call? And she would be like, no, I'm having my me time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I think it's important for us to have time for ourselves to like find peace within ourselves because sometimes we go through stuff like Molina said, we might have traumas. We're not robots and it's like easy to forget that there's someone sitting inside of you. Thank you for sharing and like posting and you know being present and for talking to me about it. Thank you again. Be sure to visit swastivatika.com or swastivatika on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram so you can see more of Movina and Lavendra's work. Special thanks again to them for being on the show. Our music is courtesy of bensound.com. This has been There's Always a First. I'm Helena Rampersad. Thank you for listening.